From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Jason Kelly! Oh, what a group! Thank you so much! Wow! Look at that audience! They are just terrific! Yes! Oh! Wow! Wonderful! Thank you so much! And as Jack Barry from the Joker's Wild used to say, a most cordial welcome to the Queens, New Yorker, on this Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. It is another episode. It is episode 83 of our show. And we're so glad that you're with us here and getting close to our live Q&A session, which will be tomorrow night at 8 o'clock for all those who want to come in, look at some great channels. That I'm going to have two guests. And you can come also in and grow your channel as well. But if you haven't subscribed yet to my channel, new subscribers, old subscribers, whatever the case, we're all family here. We're growing our channel. And we would like you to, of course, come down to the Q&A session at 8 o'clock right here on uh, the Queens New Yorkers live stream Q&A. It should be fun. Now, today on our episode 83, we're going to, of course, now look at a new part of the subway system. Uh, you, we got through that four-part series with the IRT, the Interborough Rapid Transit System. Now, today, we're going to be looking at the Brooklyn Rapid Transit System, or what would also be later known as the Brooklyn Metropolitan Transportation System. Whatever the case, the IRT came first, then the BRT followed through in the next kind of decade as we look forward, look forward in our um, uh, historic uh, uh, remembrance of how our subway system and our elevated uh, trains became what they are today. Without these historic uh, systems, we would not have today's subways and elevated rails. It would ne- it would not cease to exist. So we must, of course, give homage and remembrance to these great systems of transportation. So without further ado, before we even do that, you know we always look at our stats and our comments and our subs. Let me tell you, um, I had a situation where I had to re-upload an episode, a very ep- uh, one of our episodes from back when I first started here on the channel last year. It was episode number three, which was Astoria. And with the re-edits and everything, you guys really came through because with your edits, you put it, it the first uh, upload had 28 views. Well, now you've already surpassed that by putting it up to 33 views and 13 comments. And we've got, I don't know why that is in blue. Let me see why. That's a good question. <laughs> unless, unless, oh, maybe. Okay. Now, well, that's interesting. I don't know why, but 
Anyways, I'll, I'll figure out why it was in, in blue for that reason. But you came through, 33 views, 9 likes, and no dislikes. Of course, the current episode in our series, the part 4 of the, of the IRT, got a uh, 24 views and 2 comments. But it also had five likes and no dislikes. And then a episode 81, 36 views, six likes and a dislike. But the overall, folks, whether you like it or not, as long as you're engaging in our channel, you are helping us in every which way, shape, or form. And I thank you for it. So give yourselves another round of applause for it because you deserve it. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. All righty. So, yeah, you are. I mean, this is, this is how we get engaged, folks. Very good. This is the engagement we've all been looking for to grow our channels. Because the whole idea basically is to grow the channel and, of course, grow your channel as well. So any new subscribers, welcome to the family, to our returning subscribers. Thank you once again for keeping up with our series here on the Queens New Yorker. Remember, I am not the Queens New Yorker, folks. I, was, I am a native New Yorker of the borough of Queens. My home right now is Central Florida in Oviedo. And I've been down here, unfortunately, 25 years. I wish I could go back to New York and uh, revisit all the places that I grew up in for the first 17 years of my life. You'll get to know more about me and the channel tomorrow if you do come to the Q&A, 8 o'clock. So be there or be square. I have a joke for you, <laughs> like I always do. <laughs> this is uh, from Mark Marin. He says... It's a thrill to be in New York, but I'm frazzled to the point where things are a little tweaky. I didn't get much sleep. I'd flown in yesterday, and I had this weird, very genuine weird New York moment. I was on an elevator in a building in Manhattan, and there was a guy in the elevator with me. Looked exactly like Spalding Gray, and my first thought was not he committed suicide. He committed suicide years ago. It was like you pulled it off. My lips are sealed, bro. Looking forward to the show. <laughs> well, hey, I have seen a lot of lookalikes. Yes. <laughs> I have seen a lot of lookalikes in my time. And I must say that even coming down here, I have seen many lookalikes and celebrity appearances as well. So I can honestly say that I think we've all seen somebody famous in our lives and we just couldn't put our finger on it all right it's time now for what we're here for for the meat and bones the brooklyn rapid transit company or the brt was a public transit holding company formed in 1896 to acquire and consolidate rail railway lines in brooklyn and queens and of course we get all of our information from wikipedia the free encyclopedia it was a prominent corporation and industry leader using the single letter B symbol B 
on the New York Stock Exchange. It operated both passenger and freight services on its rail rapid transit, elevated and subway network, making it unique among the three companies which built and operated subway lines in New York City. It became insolvent in 1919 and was restructured and released from bankruptcy as the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit Corporation in 1923. Now, the BRT was incorporated January 18th of 1896 and took over the bankrupt Long Island Traction Company in early February, acquiring the Brooklyn Heights Railroad and the lessee of the Brooklyn City Railroad. It then acquired the Brooklyn, Queens County, and Suburban Railroad leased on July 1st of 1898. The BRT took over the property of a number of surface railroads, the earliest of which the Brooklyn, Bath, and Coney Island Railroad, or West End Line, opened for passenger service on October 9th of 1863 between 5th Avenue and 36th Street and at the border or the then border of Brooklyn City and Bath Beach in the town of Gravesend, New York. Short piece of surface route of this railroad near Coney Island Creek is the oldest existing piece of rapid transit right of way in New York City and in the U.S. having opened on June 8th of 1864. Initially, the surface and elevated railroad lines ran on steam power, and between 1893 and 1900, the lines were converted to electricity operation. An exception was the service on the Brooklyn Bridge. Trains were operated by cables from 1883 to 1896 when they were converted to electric power. By 1900, it had acquired virtually all of the rapid transit and streetcar operations in its target area, which were Seabach Railway, Seaview Railroad, the Nassau Electric Railroad, Brooklyn Elevated, Brooklyn and Brighton Beach, Kings County, Prospect Park, and Coney Island, but only the Coney Island and Brooklyn Railroad and the short Van Brunt Street and Erie Basin Railroad remain independent. The former was acquired in 1913 or 14. So the history of the timeline, by 1900, you had all of these railroads and they finally merged into the rapid transit and street oper operation, uh, streetcar operations known as the BRT. All those little small railroads companies merged into one by 1900. Now, the BRT opened its first short subway segment, consisting only of an underground terminal at the foot of the Williamsburg Bridge at Delancey and Exus Streets in Manhattan on June of 16th of 1908. Now, this line was extended under Delancey Street and Center Street to a new five-platform complex at Chambers Street beneath the Manhattan Municipal Building at the foot of the Brooklyn Bridge on August 4th of 1913. In addition to BRT trains, the LIRR commuter trains also used the new Chambers Street station for its opening until 1917. The elevated railroads were operated by a new corporation, the New York Consolidated Railroad, or the NYCR. Now, in 1913, the BRT, through another subsidiary, the New York Municipal Railway, signed the dual contracts with the government of New York City to construct and operate new subways and other rapid transit lines to be built or improved under these contracts. Almost all subsequent BRT lines were built as part of the contracts, and the BRT opened its first Brooklyn subway under 4th Avenue on June 22nd of 1915, running over the Manhattan Bridge to a junction with the aforementioned 
Nassau Street Mine at Canal Street. The BRT opened the first segment of its Manhattan Mainline Subway, the Broadway Line, as far as 14th Street and Union Square on September 4th of 1917. The Broadway Way Line was completed in 1920, and the BRT's only crosstown Manhattan line, the Carnassi Line, opened in 1924. Now, during the beginning of the BRT's existence, the LIRR was a competitor of the BRT for passengers in Brooklyn and Queens, and despite competing with nearby lines, the BRT and its predecessors also hosted LIRR passenger trains via track-sharing agreements and interchanged freight with them. LIRR passenger service to the BRT's Brooklyn Bridge Terminal began after an agreement in 1895 utilizing BRT elevated lines. LIRR passengers service to downtown Manhattan via the BRT subway and the Williamsburg Bridge began with the opening of the Chambers Street Station. Both the LIRR and the BRT motormen were represented by the same union. And today the BRT successor, MTA, New York City Transit, still receives freight deliveries from LIRR freight successor, the New York and Atlantic Railroad in Sunset Park at the Linden Yard. Now, World War I and the attendant massive inflation associated with the war put New York transit operators in a difficult position. Since their contracts with the city required a five cent fare be charged, while inflation made the real value of the fare less than three cents in constant currency value, November 1st of 1918, the Malbone Street wreck, the second worst rapid transit train wreck to occur in the United States, occurred on the BRT's Franklin Avenue Brightland, Brighton Beach Line killing at least 93 people. This further destabilized the financially struggling company and the BRT filed bankruptcy on December 31st of 1918. In 1923, the BRT was restructured and released from bankruptcy as the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit Corporation. Some of the former elevated system of the BRT dating to 1885 remains in use today. The largest section is the part of today's BMT Jamaica line running above Fulton Street from the Alabama Avenue station to a small section turning north after the Crescent Street station. Most of the other surviving structures were either built new or rehabilitated between 1915 and 1922 as part of the dual contracts. One piece of structure, the elevated portion of the Franklin Avenue shuttle, Built in 1896 and 1905, was extensively rebuilt in 1999. And several of the BRT-era equipment have been preserved. This includes nine BU cars and five AB standard cars, all of which were operated by the BMT upon the company's creation in 1923. Now, Saturday, Coming up this Saturday, on the next episode, the next recorded episode, which will be episode 84, we will look at the BMT, the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit Corporation, and its history. That'll be part two of the BRT and the BMT put together. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little look back on the beginning of the Brooklyn Manhattan or the Brooklyn Rapid Transit System. 
and its evolution to the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit Corporation. You're asking yourself, what does this have to do with Queens? Well, a lot. Because when you think about it, how do you think you got from Brooklyn to Queens or to Manhattan without a train? They all connected. The four boroughs, not including Staten Island, because Staten Island really doesn't have a subway, but the other four boroughs all interconnected themselves. And when it comes to transportation, folks, when you look at the four boroughs and how they all connected themselves, this is what we talk about when we look at a, a piece of history, a piece of New York City history. And we'll look at another piece coming up on Saturday. Episode 84, part two, the BMT. I'm Jason Ecanio. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid kiss. And don't be a nut monkey. Yes, don't not be a nut monkey, no matter what. That's true. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you on Saturday. And, of course, tomorrow night for the 8 o'clock Q&A. Have a great one. I'm Jason DiCanio. For all of us here on the Queens, New Yorker, we will definitely see you. Uh, well, we'll see you when we have a good uh, when we have a good weekend as well, too. Bye for now. You have been watching the Queens New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio Internet presentation. Thank you for your support.
Thank you.